Hey everyone, and welcome to the Growth Tribe podcast, where we're all about growing ourselves to create lives we effing love on our terms. I'm Ellen, and I'm a former biomedical researcher turned coach who fell in love with personal growth when it empowered me to transform my health quit my PhD, travel the world, and start my own business. But don't get me wrong, I'm still figuring my shit out too, and I'm so pumped to share what I'm learning along the way. We've got amazing interviews, big stories, tips, tricks, and no bullshit action steps that we can all learn from. So with that, welcome to this episode of The Growth Tribe. Welcome back, friends. (laughs) Welcome back to the Growth Tribe podcast. I'm so excited today. Uh, Perhaps it's because I'm inside with my feet on top of a heater while I record this as I stare at the Seattle snowpocalypse that is happening outside my window. Where are my Seattle area peeps at? Because this has been crazy, right? Yes, the Midwesterners who are listening to this are probably laughing at us just a little bit, but we swear to you, this is just insanity for the Seattle area. We've gotten like a foot of snow over the last week, which is just not normal. Anyways, back to the point of today's podcast. Today, I'm so excited. I get to have my friend April on this podcast. And as you'll hear as we do our little intro, April and I actually met through another mastermind. Hilariously, we only overlapped for a call, like maybe a week or two in this mastermind, but we connected still and we're still friends and we're actually doing our own Lori Harder style mastermind together. So super excited for you guys to hear from her because she has a story that's just so damn relatable. She'll tell you all about her former career as an interior designer and how she started building a business that really ignited her creative passions on a completely different level. So if you are a new entrepreneur, if you are somebody who is thinking about starting their own creative business, you are definitely going to get so much out of this. But my favorite part of this story and the reason why I gave it the title I did is because so much of April's story is about working in the seasons of life. And one of the big seasons that she had to pivot out of was a season of motherhood into a season of self-care and prioritizing herself. So if you are a mom, heck, not even if you're a mom, if you're a student, if you're, you know, you, you have parents, if you're an employee, if you've ever had a feeling of feeling guilty about putting yourself ahead of, you know, your children, of prioritizing yourself and giving yourself space and room to spend some time doing you and investing in you, you are going to get so much out of today's episode and in hearing April's story. So let's get into today's episode, prioritizing yourself first as a mom, wife, and creative professional with April Yentis. Ellen here, and you're listening to The Growth Tribe. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Growth Tribe podcast. I am pumped today. I've got a great interview for you, and I was so excited to welcome April Yentis to the show. April, how are you? Hi, thank you so much. I'm did so I good. say your last name right? I should have asked. Yes, you did. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> when? yeah, you got it on the nose. Yes, I'm so excited to be here and talk and hang out. Yeah, so April and I actually met each other through a mastermind, um, and this is only our second conversation, but I think it's kind of fun to get to know people through these conversations. I don't know about you, um, but I always really enjoy that kind of aspect that these are some of the first conversations we have, and we really get the context with the listeners. So 
to kind of kick things off, speaking of context, uh, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your story, yeah. your journey so far, so we can lay yeah. the greater context for some of the, the bigger themes we're going to talk about today? Yes, most definitely. Uh, so I'm April, obviously, uh, <laughs> and I am a wedding photographer, full-time wedding photographer, and I am a big personal development advocate. I really dove into that side of things um, this past year and it really like just was a driving force in bringing that into my business, um, bringing personal development into my business. And it's just, um, it automatically helps your business thrive um, because you're creating something special for yourself and you're sharing that through um, the way that you connect with your clients and stuff like that. So um, other than that, I am a mom and a wife. Uh, I have a little girl. She is nine, and I've been married for a couple years, three years. Uh, and I live in uh, Edmonds, Washington, just north of Seattle. Uh, you probably don't know Our where Edmonds is, but <laughs> I just say Seattle area. Um, and I've lived here basically my whole life. I actually went to down to LA for a couple years. I went to college down there and I actually went to college for interior design. Uh, that was back in 2009, but then um, I graduated and I actually graduated. I was four months pregnant with my daughter. And so I moved back home. Um, all my family and friends and stuff are up here in Washington. And uh, so I moved back home and had her. And then I was in single mom status and dove into being a mom and, and that was it for a really long time because that's what I needed to show up for uh, in that season of life. And and then I met my husband actually when my daughter was 10 months old. I met him and, uh, and then we just got married. Well, not just. It's been three years. So we've been <laughs> together for quite a while. It's been uh, eight and a half years so far. And, um, and then about three years ago, I decided like, I wanted to do something for my creativity for myself and I went out and bought a camera and decided I would be a wedding photographer be a photographer and I was just working at like a little coffee shop at the time and I just was telling all of my customers like hey I'm a photographer now like I'm gonna do this thing and so that's kind of how I jumped into things because I had a lot of families that were customers so I just mm -hmm. said like hey I'll do your photos for 50 bucks or whatever and just like dove into that um, and then just worked really hard too. I knew I wanted to do weddings and I did some wedding planning before that for friends and family and things like mm -hmm. that. But the planning part wasn't really my forte. And so once I really got into photography, I knew that I wanted to be in the wedding industry, uh, which is a very, um, very tough market. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I just, I just went after it. I, got to second shooting for like with other photographers, things like that. Um, and then I finally booked my first wedding. And then from there, I just, every couple weddings, I, you know, I, I raised my prices. I moved myself up. I got more experience and I got more comfortable. Um, and, and here I am last year. I went full time last April and, and now, and that's kind of really when like the personal development journey of my life and in my business really like took off and started because I felt like I had the time to really dive into that stuff. And just in like personal aspects, it was something that kind of came up and I realized it was something I really needed in my life. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's only been growing and for uh, forever changing in my life and my business and helping mm-hmm. me bring those th- two things together. So I love that's that. probably the very long version <laughs> of everything. A lot of stuff packed in there, but yeah. I love that. Uh, you made such a pivot and you kind of sound like you just dove headfirst into the pivot you made from the work you were doing before to just deciding I'm going to be a photographer. So what was that pivot like? Like, was that difficult or did you feel like you had support systems in your life that enabled it or how did that? Yeah, um, for you? I definitely, yeah, that's a great question. And I definitely had the support support system. I would say like financially with my husband, you know, being in his job and position and being able to take care of that aspect where, you know, I was still working and I would still work. Um, I was working like part to full time. And so just any extra time that I had, I would be focusing on, you know, developing my skills as a photographer, uh, taking photos of my dog and my kid and all that kind of stuff to just build those things up. But um, the main thing for me is, you know, when I piv- like made that pivot and made that decision, when I started like taking photos and, and seeing the creativity that I was like, like serving myself again, because I have always been a very creative person. And, you know, I went to college for interior design and the design and um, really like eye evoking creativity that I have inside. I started feeling that so much more again, that it just got me excited for myself and and I knew that I had to keep going and I had to make something of it because of how how good it made me feel Mm -hmm. as just like being able to like fill up my cup in that way um so I think like the the pivot part was wasn't really hard to decide because once I started it it was like I have like this is for me. Like I, mm. I know that this is for me and, and it's something that like feeds my soul, if you mm. will. Like it's just, it's an I amazing feeling. And then as, you know, as I really actually got into the business side of things and um, you know, I've always been like a very hard worker. I have really well, like good work ethic. And um, you know, I started off in that sense and, and then I get to start like working with clients and, and seeing that connection and like really creating that connection for them and just serving them in that way and giving them something and being able to provide them something that is going to, you know, be those huge, it's a huge life moment that mm-hmm. they, they get to have forever. And mm-hmm. it's a really good feeling to be able to provide that for somebody and, mm-hmm. Um, just be a part of like something that's really big for somebody Mm -hmm. in their life. Yeah. I think this is like, this is huge. And I almost like, I want to make sure you give yourself credit for this because I think this is is huge that you had this so much self-awareness, which that's, I think the piece that a lot of people struggle with is like you just said, like I knew I was a creative person and I knew that doing this filled me up. And I think the trick for a lot of people is identifying what filled them up. But I think that you found yours and you just held on to it with both hands. Yeah. And yeah, I also for, think another powerful part is that you had a deeper, deeper why there. You wanted to contribute something incredibly meaningful with your skills to the mm-hmm. people you were serving. And when you got that kind of validation and feedback that you were making that contribution to them, that filled the cup even more. And I feel like yeah. that's, incredible self-awareness on your part like oh thank you so commendable yeah and 
I mean, I feel like sometimes I get a little bit lucky in that sense because a lot of people are just like searching for what they, they are really like wanting. And Mm -hmm. for me, like, you know, in my story, like I knew I was a creative person. I knew I had like this creative drive of like being able to create things that Mm -hmm. like in visual, like visually create something. And then, you know, my life got thrown for a loop. I got pregnant and I had a kid and, and I had to serve in that way. And so, and I was like trying, I was going through all different things. I'm like, well, you know, like maybe I could do this or maybe I could do that. Like I could be really good at like real estate or being a wedding planner or, or things like that, where it's like, you know, I bought like the course to do different (laughs) things. And then I'm like, no, this is not for me. But I think like I was really lucky in the sense of, you know, I bought a camera and as as soon as I like figured out that way of serving and that way of creativity, it like just put a light bulb in my brain and it's like, Mm -hmm. this is something that is, is what is I'm meant to do and Mm -hmm. what I'm meant to be creating for. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think a lot of people probably listening, you know, they're, they're searching for, for something that they, some big thing that they want to be a part of or that they want to do. And sometimes it's really hard because there's so many different avenues you can go down. And I'm, I, for one, like know that, cause I'm like, you know, I, I could totally, you, like, there's a lot of people that say I could totally be really good at this, like uh-huh. whatever it is, you know, you could be, yeah. But it's about finding the thing that really fills you up and, and, and serves your life in the way of being able to serve other lives as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Really. Yeah. I love that. And I love the phrase fill you up. So the, I had a recent podcast come out um, with a, the guest. Uh, her name was Keisha Fitzgerald. And mm-hmm. she said my, my favorite quote from her episode was fill your cup to the point of overflow so that you can give to others from the excess or something like that. Yeah. And she was talking about it from the point of self-care and, and physical health and yeah. from the, the stalking of you that I did prior yeah. to this interview, you are a big CrossFitter. So like, how has self-care played into that as well? Obviously you had a lot of fulfillment from, from your creative passions and from your profession. Yeah. But it seems like you get something from, from CrossFit and self-care. Yeah, as well. So definitely. can you tell us a little about that? Yeah. I really love this question because you know, there's so many things that go into our story. And I actually realized like joining a CrossFit gym, I joined uh, CrossFit Industrious is where I go. And I joined about five years ago. And that's, that was like the first choice I made for myself, like fully for myself in every way. That was like the first choice. And I think that was really, that's what like completely shifted the direction and like the trajectory of my life. Um, it also really set a mindset shift about the way I think about health and wellness. You know, once you walk into a gym and kind of get actually educated on, on those kinds of things, uh, it, it sets in motion a, a way of knowing to be attuned to your body, to know what you were going to fuel your body with and how important those things are and transfer over in giving me the right energy and mental toughness and perseverance and what I want for my life. Mm -hmm. I am super fortunate to have found CrossFit Industrious because they are so wrapped around, um, you know, coming into the gym is personal development, like in its (laughs) 
finest form. Uh, you know, there's people that, you know, it's really scary. I mean, especially in a CrossFit gym because people talk about CrossFit and, and just don't know what it's about or, mm-hmm. and it just depends on the gym and things like that. And there's a I'm, lot of I'm, stigmas and stereotypes around. CrossFit. Yeah. And what's just so awesome is that I was, I'm lucky enough to be able to find a gym that just serves every single one of their, the people that walk into the gym as the same person, just working on themselves every single day. And, you know, there's people that are super fit that go to like, you know, huge competitions and things like that. Um, And they are cheering on and helping and, and being a part of the community as a whole and the CrossFit, you know, CrossFit community in general, as in like each gym and and things like that and in the CrossFit like headquarters it's really about like creating a community inside the gym and that's Mm -hmm. what my gym has done and it just feels it feels so good to just walk into the doors and and see that but Mm -hmm. for me like the really big role that it set was make like a momentum in making choices for myself and you know taking that step through those doors and just making that choice for myself, set the momentum in making choices in all different aspects of my life and really thinking about myself first, mm-hmm. which is really important. And it sounds silly, <laughs> not silly. It sounds, uh, sometimes you're like, you should always think about yourself first. But when you, when you hear people say that you're like, well, that's a little like narcissistic. Self. Yeah. 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 But, um, but when you're, when you're serving yourself, that's how you can serve your other others mm-hmm. better. And for a long time, you know, I was really worrying and putting all of my effort into being a mom or, you know, being I was going to ask if that kind of came from a mommy perspective. Cause I know that's, that's so, that's so hard for moms. Like you, like, I don't have any, you know, small humans. I don't even have any pets. Um, but like, I've talked to so many moms that like, that's the biggest sticking point for them is how to be there for themselves, but feel like they can do that, give themselves permission to do that when they have a small human that they have to take care of. Yeah. And to that, I would say it's the number one most important thing that you can do in serving your children. Like being able to show my daughter that I can go to the gym and be active and be, and be, be fit and be lifting weights and be, you know, running and taking, being able to run around with her and do active things with her. Mm -hmm. Um, And not that just that, that aspect, but, but making that choice in, you know, going after my health and wellness and really um, working on it, Mm -hmm. it automatically created me me to make sure that she was being aware of like her active and health and wellness, like not in a super serious way, because she's nine, obviously, but like, you know, I encourage her to go like, do what she wants Mm -hmm. to do in activities and things like that. And, and how and just show her the importance of that in life because Mm -hmm. it's very there in a lot of families Mm -hmm. or or communities but then it's very not Mm -hmm. not around and not talked about and not yeah no well I feel like maybe like yeah you're you're showing her a really tangible and concrete example in yourself of your health is important but I feel like in addition to that and yeah health is a part of this but you're showing her a very great example of there are times when you have to put yourself first. Yeah. The commitment to yourself is really important, mm-hmm. especially when, you know, parenting comes in and it's, 
it's hard to be in commitment to yourself in the parent in parenting aspect as well, mm-hmm. because you want to do everything you can for your kid. And sometimes that means um, just setting, setting good examples and mm-hmm. making sure that they're, they're understanding or understanding as well as they can that mm-hmm. this is life and, and mm-hmm. setting a good example for them. But um but I do want to, I had something else that I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> I want to make sorry it. if I distracted oh, you. Oh, no, I know. We kind of went <laughs> I off get on so a little. excited. I know. But, um, oh, when you start putting, like, your self-care and making choices for the good of yourself, it, it causes you to make better choices in parenting and being in a relationship, choices for your relationship as well. And if you don't know where, like, I wanted to say this, if you don't know where to get started and putting yourself first, really ask yourself what things have you done in the past? You know, this might not just be like in health and wellness, but it might be just like being able to put yourself first. And, and sometimes it's really, it's really hard for people, you know, at first to say like, well, I don't know how to, I don't know what I would want to do if I, if I needed to put myself first, because my whole life is my kid or my husband or, or my friends or things like that, where you're constantly serving other people. And so if you ask yourself in the past, like maybe six or 12 months, what made you like so happy? Like what are things that you have done in the past six or 12 months, um, you know, either with people or just by yourself, it could be like going to the coffee shop and being able to read a book or, you know, a dinner and drinks with your girlfriends or something that really just made you feel so good, so happy, so filled up and ready to go home and, and, and do the thing that you do. Because when you find those things and start with just one, because if you start to be like, well, I liked doing this and this and this and this, like, it's going to be really hard to put into your calendar those times of being able to serve yourself um, especially when you first start out, when you're trying to figure out what you can do to to help and put yourself forward and really put your self-care in the forefront. So figure out that thing that makes you extremely happy and and you love doing and it really fills you up and schedule in the time to put it there and put it in your life so that you can, because if you don't put it into your calendar or make a schedule for it or make the plan for it, a week's going to go by, a month's going to go by, a year is going to go by. And you're like, well, shoot, I'm going to have to like, think about what I did this year. And I did nothing like to make myself happy. And, you know, it's, it's so important to make sure. And here's the other thing, you know, if you're a mom or, you know, a parent, or, you know, you have a family, you have a spouse, sit down with your spouse and your family, you know, if the kids are old enough to, and say like, I need to work on this. This is going to be my time every single week that I'm going to go to the gym and make it a priority that I'm going to go have coffee by myself and have some alone time that I'm going to go have drinks with my girlfriends or dinner. Make it, make sure that you're sitting there and saying like, this is very important that I need to be working on this. So I can be working on us as a family and everything as well. Uh, the two go hand in hand, but you know, you have to, you have to put yourself first before you start serving, serving others. It's Mm -hmm. it's a really important thing. So that's something that is kind of a tangible tip to be able to take and, you know, just make sure you speak up and make the space and make it happen. 
to in your life. I want to make like one point here because I think the language you used is super, super important. It's that you didn't necessarily ask for permission in how you were just talking about that. You weren't saying, can I go to the coffee shop and read a book? Can I go out and have a drink with my girlfriend? You, you said, this is what I'm doing because I need this for me. You cannot, I'm going to say you cannot feel guilty about your self care. It is, there's like, it is so important. (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, it's just, it's really, really important. And I have, you know, I come from a place of experience and, in making that first step into just, you know, going into Mm -hmm. the gym. Um, And then that spreads across my whole life. And Mm -hmm. I've been able to say, like, I'll give an example. Actually, this last weekend, I was out of town by myself. And I like, really looked forward to it. I was like, (laughs) I have a whole weekend, I just get like get to go sleep in a hotel room by myself in a big king size bed and watch whatever, like not do anything and like, or do whatever I wanted to do. And, and on let's see, I was gone from like Thursday to Sunday. And on Friday, Thursday night, when I got there, like I sat down in my hotel room and I was like, so I don't know what I should do. Like, (laughs) I just had nothing. I was like, like, we don't have stimulation. Like, no, we don't have our phones. We don't have like, the like children running around us. We don't have like a movie on. And we're just like, what do I do with myself? But it was like, it, like, you don't know what to do, but it's so important to be able to have that space to just be like, well, I can do whatever I want to do. Like, I can. So true. Yeah. And uh, it was, it was a really nice weekend. And mm-hmm. I feel like I feel fueled up and, and mm-hmm. filled back up because I got to take the space for myself so that I could come mm-hmm. back and have mm-hmm. space for my family and husband. Yeah. What I love about the story you've told so far is that you you kind of have these, these I, I mean, at least to me, and this is how I'm kind of seeing the pictures, you have these very distinct seasons of your life. You had like a mommy season. You had a, I mean, you're obviously still a mom, but like you had to really prioritize that for a while. And then you had another season where you were really prioritizing your self-care. Now you have this current season where you're really prioritizing your business and your business and personal development. So Mm -hmm. like from that perspective, there's, I mean, I think there's a lot of people who are listening to this who, um, ah, sorry, random wrong pivot. Um, but (laughs) how has like self-development, um, helped you stay committed to creating this kind of life and biz of your current life? Because this is the current season you're in. It's all about business development and personal development. So like how has, how has self-development really helped in this current season? It's an awesome question because this last year, you know, I have been really diving in more and I didn't really purposefully like start this personal development journey. And I think that for a lot of people, that might be the case. Like you get like given a book. This is exactly what happened to me. Like my friend gave me a book just because like I was super sick with like a terrible virus, I think a year and a half ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. And anyways, that's besides the point. She (laughs) dropped off a book to me. And then like, you know, I had a few podcasts that I was listening to that were um, kind of business related, but you know, it's put in some personal development aspects to it as well. And so I just kind of started this. I read this book and I was like, wow, I really enjoyed that. Like it made me fired up and made me excited and got ideas rolling. And, and, and it also like, 
made me realize the emotional side of things that, you know, there was this huge emotional turmoil that I buried very deep, like a really long time ago. And like it was, and especially this year with things going on personally with um, my husband officially adopting my daughter. And so we are going through the process of that. And so all of this, like, emotional emotional turmoil that I didn't necessarily really know I had anymore like I thought I worked through it I thought I I got through it and and this like side of personal development that I dove into just brought the, brought that up and it also brought up the importance of like working through the emotions and really like feeling through the feelings that I was having because for me in my life I have like I've been like, okay, I felt that I'm good. Like I, I'm going to just like move past it. But sometimes it's not really like, I didn't really register it as like, I'm really dealing with that emotion or dealing mm-hmm. with that feeling. So this last year, you know, really digging into this stuff, it's been like, it's been one of the most essential years for me. Um, it's brought those emotions out and the importance, you know, of having respect for the process of, of feeling the emotions and things like that. And, you know, but in starting a business and, and bringing this piece of personal development to the mix, I believe it's such an essential piece of the puzzle in business ownership and entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. The photography industry is a really tough industry to break into and not in the sense of like, yes, there's so many photographers out there, but being successful at it and being whatever successful looks like to you or to me. Um, And then when getting there, what's really important right now in my life and, and working through this is like making sure I'm stopping and, and reflecting on like the achievements that I have and being good and ready and okay with those achievements that I've done, like, because Mm -hmm. they're, amazing. I've built a business and, mm-hmm. and sometimes I get so wrapped up in like this personal development aspect that I'm like, I just have to keep, I have to keep going and I have to keep moving and I have to do all the things and like <laughs> take it all in. And, but have like, you taken the Enneagram test. I have. Yeah. I'm Are a type nine. Saying? Oh, you're a nine. I'm a, well, okay. So I tied, you're, you're really, uh, I tied, <laughs> I tied with a nine and a three. So, and I read through both of them and a nine, like very much suits me, but there are some things in like three, a three that I can, mm-hmm. I can well, I was, I'm a three. So hearing you talk like that, like being so like, not necessarily giving yourself credit for your achievements and being so yeah. go, go, go. And the need to be productive, like all the time. Yeah. It was very three. Yeah. So, I, so I saw myself in what you just said. <laughs> it's, it's a, this year has, or I guess last year, I'm going to say, because it's 2019 now, but <laughs> the past year in my, in business and in the personal development journey, it's been a really clarifying year for me of, you know, I went after all of these different avenues for quite a while because I was like, well, you know, I, I want to keep going and I want to keep doing these other creative things. Maybe, maybe, maybe like I kept going through, like, maybe I want to do this also like and build it into my business. And um, there was a lot of different things and I forgot where I was going with this, but, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but 
you know, I, it's been a really clarifying year in the sense that I'm like, I'm so excited and so thrilled that I have achieved what I have. And I'm so excited to keep going and keep pursuing and getting better at the thing that I am, I have created, Mm -hmm. you know, there's bringing the personal development side of things into business, I think is so important because it creates one, it creates just such a personal aspect of things in business, which Mm -hmm. I think is, is lacking. And if you're not trying to put that into your business, you're missing out on something really, really important and really true. Yeah. Really um, the connection part of, of your personal development experience and putting that into your business and, and sharing that and taking ownership of it and being able to um, just show that to your clients Mm -hmm. and show that to your customers and it creates such a personal feel for yourself and your brand and your Mm -hmm. business. And that is something that people look for. And it's so important because it's being missed in a lot of different aspects of businesses and entrepreneurship, but it's also, it's on like two different spectrums. It's being missed in a lot of places and it's also being so well thought out and brought into the space as well. So Mm -hmm. that's just something that's been so important in, I always believe that there's room to grow and bringing the personal development side of things and putting, putting it into my business because I'm such a personal brand as well. Mm -hmm. uh, It's just, it's a super important aspect that I was missing in my business. And this last year has been phenomenal in, in growing and, and Mm -hmm. really solidifying like my, my footing in like the industry, Mm -hmm. I would say. I love that. I think it's it's interesting because it's like why why from the business perspective why you need personal development um like to to enhance your business to enhance your brand but also I mean you've said numerous times now like like photography is a tough business like it's a com- it can be a competitive business so like what do you think were some of the most important lessons that you've learned as you've built that business up and kind of how have you, how have you go, grown through some of the ups and downs you've experienced and like has, has yeah. personal, the personal development helped navigate that? Oh yeah. The photography industry is very, well, one, it's, it's very visual, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and she has a beautiful Instagram feed, which yeah. we'll, we'll plug later, but yeah. Um, and it's very saturated and it's very like, you know, highly competitive. And there's kind of this like, weird thing behind everything it's like this community over competition but then everybody is competitive as well (laughs) and it's really hard like it's like oh I'm not gonna tell you like what I did or like how I did that or whatever um but then there's also like this other side of community over competition and and building each other up and Mm -hmm. and things like that but I believe that you know uh, along with putting myself first and and putting my self-care first and in this personal development journey has really taught me so much about getting over the the imposter syndrome or feeling like you're not enough Mm -hmm. I know that is super apparent and super just there in in (laughs) in everybody's and everybody's small business because we're mm-hmm. all trying to to do something and make something mm-hmm. of ourselves. 
Um, and so many of us came from somewhere else. And so I yeah. feel like that imposter syndrome is so at play yeah. people who are, who are solopreneurs, who are starting their own small business because we came from somewhere else. So then we feel yeah. like an imposter in our, our current identity. And yeah, yeah. continue. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. And what was so, no, that was great because it kind of popped other things in my brain. Hopefully I remember them. Um, <laughs> what was so important to me is to know, like to know and realize and respect that every single person that I looked up to or that I was like envious of or jealous of or things like that, you know, on social media and even like in, you know, networking and things like that is they all started in the same place. Like Mm -hmm. they all started where I'm starting or they all started where I was. So building, you know, in building my business, it was really important as I, and especially in this last year, I'm like, I don't need to worry about what anybody else is doing. Because I have one I've I've built and I've built my business and built it over time and I it only keeps getting like better, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm doing something right. Like I know that I am. And it's really important to not this is a big thing. A lot of people start doing something and it goes on a really good thing and they're like, Oh, I see what this person's doing. Maybe I should just do something like this. And then it's, it's totally not you. It's totally not what you want mm-hmm. to be a part of in your business. And you were doing great before. Like, why did you turn and decide to go after what this other person was going after? Um, and I think that's really big in the photography world because, you know, there's like trends and, and different styles and mm-hmm. the way that you market or ma- way that you brand yourself and, um, you know, marketing and branding and that kind of stuff is mm-hmm. apparent in all kinds of entrepreneur and small business aspects. But that was really big for me this year in being like, I know I have something to give. I know that I am good at this. I am passionate about this. Mm-hmm. I can create the experience for my clients and I love doing that. And I hear the raving, you know, the reviews from my clients. And, and so the big part of working on my personal development and getting over that, that hump or that step of, you know, I am enough. I am doing what I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. I am growing. I'm passionate and I have a purpose of doing this for my life. Mm -hmm. And so that was the big thing in, in the ups and downs of going through the first couple of years of business and, mm-hmm. and really feeling like the imposter syndrome, really feeling, you know, the, I'm not enough or I'm not doing these right things right or whatever. Yeah. Uh, in working on my personal development, I got to be able to get over those, those fears and those, mm-hmm. those false expectations of what I had for me and my business. Um, I also, I wrote down, I, I've heard this quote a few different places and I can't remember who really said it. I think her name is Maya something. But okay. <laughs> I know I should, maybe I'll figure it out and you can like type it in the little show notes. And yes, figure. we'll do that. <laughs> but it goes something like this. Um, you might have the juiciest, ripest peach out there, but there are still people out there that don't like peaches. And I love this quote because it speaks so much truth to to the importance of having something great and the mega important lesson of is that and knowing that great thing is not for everyone 
Mm-hmm. And it won't make everyone happy. You may get feedback from those who don't like it, but you have something to give and you have something to give to the people who do want it, who do love it, who do love, you know, insert whatever mm-hmm. you're aspiring to do. Mm-hmm. And here's like the two, how these come together and working on my personal development, working in your self-care and self-development, you know, all those things together it is able to show you that you have something to give and you don't have any importance of, of putting any attention to the people that don't want it. Mm -hmm. Like you need to set that aside and get over it. There's going to be people that don't want your services or don't like your services or don't like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not for them. And you're, one, also, you can't serve everybody. Like, it's just, there's, it's not possible. And it's, it's going to make you feel so much better when you can sit there and think, I have something to give. I'm giving this to these people that want it, that really want it, that reached out, found me and said, I want your service. I like what you're doing. I like what you're saying. I like what you're mm-hmm. creating. And I want to hire you. And it's, yeah, I just, that quote, like, is really, it's a good, it's a good one. It's a great one. I love all of that. I was just like, we're just going to let her go because (laughs) good stuff right now. And I'm just going to shut up hard as it may be for me. (laughs) So good. So, so good. I feel like to kind of tie everything up with a bow, you said something on your website that I loved. Uh, You said connect personal development and business development to live a life of impact. So we'll get into this later, but she helps creative professionals as well. So just Mm -hmm. throwing that out there. Um, And as I was stalking your Instagram, you posted something that was basically equivalent to this about how you didn't want to have this, you know, perfectly, you know, carefully curated content. You wanted to show up as you and that um, totally resonated with me. And you wanted to make sure that you were embodying and showing people, sharing and showing what living a life of impact was, was for you. Yeah. It resonated with me because I, a, as a, you know, somebody who's trying to build my business and my brand on social media, I did the exact same thing. And it felt so inauthentic at the time to, to operate from that perspective. Yeah. So, a, thank you for posting that because it completely resonated with me. Yeah. Um, and you, so ultimately, my, my big question for you to kind of tie this up with a nice little bow is mm-hmm. what does it mean to you to be living with that, that life of impact? What does that mean to you? And how have you lived this philosophy in your life and in creating your, your dream business and ultimately your, your dream life? Yeah, I mean, I'm still working towards that dream life, but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm well on my way for sure. I know that. Definitely, definitely Um, well on your way. I see it. (laughs) Yeah, I, uh, it's funny, I posted that and I've never gotten so many comments from people. They're like, yeah, do you? Like, I want to see more of that, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, shoot, I don't have very many other like pictures in my my stuff (laughs) right now, but I know, right? I ran into for a while. It's like, shoot, I don't have other pictures. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, I am, I'm a person professional photographer. So I, I do have a lot of professional photos and, and I like sharing that, but especially like we traveled a lot this year and, and I want to be able to share that. Like we had 
the best time just being a family and being together in the, in our family aspect of, of being able to just share that. And, and I'm just like tired of trying to be like, Oh, that, that photo doesn't look right. Like I don't need to, I can't post that or I can't say that because you know, it doesn't go with the photo or, or something like that where it's just, it's, ridiculous <laughs> now now like yeah it's just something that I felt really empowered to to speak up and just mm -hmm. show up and and say it mm -hmm. and be it mm -hmm. but um yeah living a life of impact is really important to me and I think it all kind of started with being a mom uh I want to make sure that I'm I'm creating a life and showing my daughter that, you know, I want to impact people and, and it's important to, you know, we've talked about, you know, putting yourself first and stuff like that, but and it's, it's important also to be impacting people and sharing things and, and being vulnerable and asking questions and making mistakes. Um, and, I think that is, that's a pretty good explanation for what I believe living a life of impact is, is making sure that people are seeing and knowing and, and feeling that um, I'm coming from a true place and I'm sharing my, you know, my failures or my mistakes and, and sharing ways that I got over them or, you know, got through them. Most things you have to work through, not get, get over. Um, but that's what's really important to me. You know, I want to show people that being yourself, your true 100% self is okay. It's a really good thing to, you know, put yourself first and start and start living that way for yourself because you're going to automatically live that way for other people. Um, there is a lot of stuff that goes on in this world today that makes a lot of people live in maybe fear like they can't do something or be something or say something. And I'm like, I'm just here saying like, I'm a photographer and entrepreneur and I'm figuring out life and business and being a business owner while being a mom and wife and focusing on myself too, like trying to do all those things. Mm -hmm. And I just, I want to show up and share with other people how that looks in my life. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that it, it helps and inspires other people to mm -hmm. also go after that, that way of living and also go after, go after being like making mistakes. It's important to make mistakes. You learn from them. Um, I'm trying to think of something that I just heard the other day. It might come to me, but I, we'll see. <laughs> My brain's all over the place today, but it's, I have a good analogy for this and I thought of it earlier. It's like when a clown is juggling. So like there's something that you fear, you know, a lot of people fear clowns and, but the clown is juggling the balls in the air and you know, the one ball is up in the air and it's kind of like in this limbo land and you have the two in the other hand and you have to focus on those two things of your life or business or whatever but you got to like switch the quick gears because the other one's going to be dropping down and you have to keep going and keep moving and making sure that being okay 
with living in that space of fear because it's so important to embrace it and embrace the the vulnerability and the uncomfortableness of of what it looks like in working on yourself and putting yourself out there in ways that you never really never thought that you could I for one I will tell you I I have never thought I could put myself out there in ways I have this past you know 12 months um in whether that's just in my relationships in in person and in my in my you know marriage in my parenting but also the way that I show up on social media now and in my business and the way that I connect with my clients um it's a lot about living in fear and knowing that you have something to give and being okay with going after it and getting uncomfortable and embracing the vulnerability of it because Mm -hmm. I know that it's like this, I don't know, warp zone or whatever is where you're approaching it. And like, all you feel like is like push back Mm -hmm. and push back because you're approaching this like really scary thing. And and you just between comfort zone and growth zone. Yeah. Everybody hits that. I love that. It's like a warp zone. Yeah. And you, and you hit it and it takes a lot of courage and a lot of vulnerability to, to just feel the little bit on the other side. And when you feel that you're going to be like, Oh, like everything's going to be okay. Like I can do this. Like I can, I can face the fear. I can get uncomfortable. I can start the business. I can, you know, be the parent or, or be the things that I want to be. And yeah, it's just, that's it. Go for it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, can I like, oh, okay. So I love so much of what you just said. Just got me nodding. A lot of things in there. (laughs) There were a lot of things in there, but you know what I love is, um, I started this podcast because I wanted to celebrate people who had un, had stories where they were unapologetically authentic. They were embracing the imperfections of life and they were showing up in spite of fear and insecurity. And I wanted to share those conversations, not necessarily because these people had all of their things figured out, like they didn't have all their shit figured out, but they were doing it anyway and figuring things out along the way. And I'm figuring things out along the way and you're figuring things out along the way. And I want to celebrate you for all that you've done over the last 10 years, all of the ways in which you put yourself first, all the ways in which you've been an example to the people in your life to do the same thing for themselves, to put themselves first. And I just seriously, so much of what you shared is so much of why I started this podcast and thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. (sighs) So I have two questions I love to wrap up each episode with. Yeah. They're very straightforward. Don't, don't worry. Nothing crazy here. Oh yeah. Um, The first one is because we're so personal growth oriented. I love books. I love Ted talks. I love anything Mm self-helpy. So what, is there any book or resource or, or, you know, online program or whatever that really, really helped you along the way, whether it was from a business development perspective or a personal development perspective, do you have any specific resource that you could? Yeah. Um, 
I will say, well, I will tell you the book that really got me going on my personal development journey. Oh, good, because I was curious about this. (laughs) My friend gave me the book, um, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. I'm pretty sure I say her last name. Um, And yeah, that like that set my and it's like it's such a it's an easy read, but there's so much good stuff. Mm -hmm. And the way that she writes is very attuned to like how I like to read. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm very conversational, whether like when I write like blog posts or things like that or whatever, um, I'm very conversational and she really writes in that way Mm -hmm. as well. And it it really connects with you in that sense. It's super Um, relatable. Yeah. Yeah. And just so many good things, so many good things in that book. I've read it multiple times. I just actually lent it to my friend. Um, And then I'm actually reading her other, her You Are a Badass at Making Money book right now, which is incredible as well. I have Uh, that on my Kindle. I need to read that. I just, I just, well, I'm like halfway through. It's very good. Um, Love her. And I've heard her on a couple different podcasts as well. And I just love everything that she says. She, here's a a little quote for you. Um, to wrap up the la- that last question is <laughs> she said this quote and it like stuck with me forever. And it was, I put it like in my year of review, it was like the quote that like I found that year that just stuck with me. And it is fear is the compass pointing you in the direction you want to go. And you know, you're going after your fears, you're pointing yourself in that direction and, and, getting after it you're taking action but love that um other than that like that's what really started my my personal development Mm -hmm. journey uh there's a few podcasts that I really like uh let's see don't keep your day job I love that one there's like business and personal development kind of mixed in um and that's by Kathy Heller and then Pursuit with Purpose is by Melissa Griff- Griffin. And I don't know if she, I haven't seen any new episodes from her, so she might not be doing it anymore. But the first, the season that she has up there is phenomenal. Like I flew through it. She has so many awesome guests, uh, so many awesome takeaways from each and every episode. So that would be like a couple different ones that I have. I also love, um, the Rise podcast, Rachel Hollis. I love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I loved her book as well, which is a super easy read. If you're a yeah. parent um, or a mom, I think that like, I mean, you don't have to, you, anybody will mm-hmm. read that and love it. But there's a few chapters in there, you know, just about being a mom and parenting and things like that, which are, mm-hmm. are really important, really awesome mm-hmm. reads. But yeah, she's yeah. got a new book yeah. coming out too. I know in March and she, I'm like really hesitant in going to her, uh, her rise weekend conference. It's down Mm -hmm. in, she's doing a second one down in Dallas and I really want to go, but we'll see. Yeah, Um, I saw that the other day and I was just like, you know what? I've got to focus on the conferences that I already have coming up, which is a lot. I'm going to, um, Amber Lillystrom's Accelerate and I'm going to, and I'm going to Brenda Burchard's High Performance Live in March. Where's that at? That's in Phoenix. Oh, okay. Oh, man. All yeah, and I also love um, his book, High Performance Habits. Oh, that book's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm All the reasons. Same person, hopefully. Yeah. I love his book. Um, it's pretty uh, hardy. 
Like it is. There's a lot of stuff in it, and Brenda Burchard does not screw around with content. No. And I I read through it, and it was like awesome. But I I feel like I need to go back and read through it in like chunks. And yes, and then like do the he you know he has like awesome resources and great little like you know mm-hmm. questions to ask yourself and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I read through it without doing those, so <laughs> I should probably go back and reread it. And I mean, I like took the time, thought about it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Also, a great one. All right. Great recommendation. So, yeah. one last question for you. Yeah. People totally resonated with your story. Want to follow you more? Or heck, if you're in the Seattle area and you're looking for a great photographer, where yeah. can they find you? Yeah, so um, I'm always on Instagram mostly at April Yentes, just my name. And you'll see, I mean, if you guys need to know how to spell my name, it'll be on the show notes. It'll, it'll be in the show notes yeah. in the title. So yeah, look there. It's at April Yentes. Uh, my website <laughs> is aprilyentes.com. Uh, that's where, you know, you can find lots of things for wedding photography. I also do a lot of education based stuff for photographers and, um, and then I also have a podcast as well, which I just had Ellen on. Um, we just recorded a podcast episode last week or so fun. whenever, whenever this will come out, it'll be a few weeks probably or whatnot, but, um, it's called hustle with heart and that is on iTunes and Stitcher at the moment. And that's it. And that's really, my podcast is really based on personal development. Um, as we talked about, I'm a huge mm-hmm. personal development advocate and really finding the importance and bringing the importance and putting personal development into business growth and development and, and putting the two together and, mm-hmm. and hustling your way, but making sure you're doing it with heart and really bringing it forward and living a life of impact. Like I say. Amen. That's why that's we dive. It's why we like each other. Yeah. (laughs) Well, April, thank you so much for coming on here. I'm so pumped to release this interview and so much that people can relate to. And just, I, I appreciate you and thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, please share it with your friends so that they can join the tribe as well. Or better yet, share it on Instagram stories so that I can shout you out and send you a huge thank you. Your support means the world to me. And of course, I want to thank you for being a part of the Growth Tribe.